30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the House. Welcome and come on in, Arizona homeowners. I'm here along with my entire broadcast staff, my son and co-host, Romy Romero, since about the year 2001 or so, buddy. Right? About the time you joined us on air? Well, it was about that was when I started getting paid. I've kind of been here and there before. That. That's yeah. true. That's true. We started you paid <laughs> back then. Hmm. <laughs> we had to audit that. And my wife, who is the call screener. So if you're sitting at home waiting for the rain, and I tell you what, I just popped up Weather Channel radar. It looks like uh, southern Arizona and Phoenix area is in for a pretty good dousing today. So if you're sitting at home and have a project you've been thinking about tackling, get a notepad and a pen and give us a ring at the toll-free number, one rosie for you one 767 And this would be a perfect day for us just to sit down and visit over what is going to be involved in getting that project done. The materials, the tools, the technique, the scheduling. Maybe you want to try and tackle it yourself. Maybe you want to ask me who in your neighborhood would be trustworthy enough to come in your house and take care of it for you. Well, that's our referral network, which just happens to be the number one contractor referral network in the entire state of Arizona. You can find it at Rosie on the house. Dot com. So you can call Jennifer, one 767 4348 Just don't say anything to make her cry. She has <laughs> cried more this week than in the entire 40 years I could ever remember being married to her. She cried about Glenn Campbell. She cried at the, what, at the movie, the movie, whatever the movie about Glenn Campbell's life is. Uh, she cried at the Breakfast for Champions. She cried at the celebration with stream, uh, Livestream. Uh, she cried at, uh, what was the second movie you were crying about? It wasn't, well, it was, uh, Special Olympics was pretty special. Yes. And then the Glenn Campbell music movie is um, I'll Be Me, Glenn okay. Campbell, I'll Be Me. And it's okay. just his journey through his last year after being diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Okay. Um, and then the other thing was just... Um, the uh, live stream, 40th celebration yesterday. Yes. So, yeah. It's pretty okay. much, once it started, it just couldn't stop. So. Okay, so here's the here's what we're going to do. We're going to have you call Jennifer, one 767 tell her a happy story, or tell her a <laughs> joke, and then ask her about the project you're trying to tackle in about around your house, home, castle, or cabin. She'll get your name, where you're calling from, what you're trying to get done, and we will, Romy and I will put our building and remodeling experience to work just specifically for you. Now, in the meantime, I've got a couple little notes I want to do on some catching up here. Uh, down in Tucson last week for the Saba Home Show, which, again, was a great home show. Saba always does a great job, Southern Arizona Home Builders Association. They draw homeowners. I mean, when you go to Saba Home Show, I mean, you're talking to people from Elfrida, Sun Sites, uh, Yuma, uh, Three Corners, Ajo. <laughs> I mean, they, they all come to Tucson for that convention center home show twice a year. So we love being there. We had a great broadcast, had a lot of fun last Saturday morning with Mr. Curry, 
the pepper farmer. He was hilarious. We've been getting feedback on that all week. He, we always get a good response from the farm segments. But I mean, th- this one was continuous. I mean, it's it's lasted the whole. I'm still munching on the peppers he gave us. They are delicious. He brought a lot. He did. He did. One of the other things we covered on air while we were in Tucson, regular listeners know we've kind of figured out the rate plans at APS. We figured out the rate plans at SRP. And because it's the areas where I own my my home and my properties, I've kind of taken the time to figure it out. And I've been criticized justifiably that, Rosie, those of us outside of those service networks aren't given the same advantage of your wisdom and your experience in our utility providers. So we had TEP on last Saturday. I've asked, and I've gotten a a very generous response. Those of you that buy power from TEP, I want you to scan copies of your bill to me at info at rosieonthehouse.com. We'll now take the time to figure out exactly their rate structure so that we can help you manipulate how you buy your power to stay comfortable, not impact your lifestyle, and cut your bill all at the same time. But I need as much data as I can get. So great response in the past week from those of you that visited us at Saba. Going to reach out there and ask those of you again, scan me your TEP bill to info at rosieonthehouse.com. In the subject line, simply put TEP bill. It'll be directed straight to me, and I'll start collecting the data and doing the analysis on it so we can uh, help you all maximize your comfort while minimizing your bills, just like we've done for people all over the state. So now it's TEP's turn. Well, you want to talk about Palo Verde while we're on the electric topic? I don't want to talk about Palo Verde too much. Because I want to take some time to digest it all. But Romy and I were invited to the refueling of one of the reactors. We actually got into the contamination room, contaminated area. Well, they're going to really be upset with me. It's not a contaminated area. <laughs> I got these accurate. They, they go through a lot of trouble to make sure they have no contaminated areas. Radiological controlled area, the RCA. Yes. There was a CA, contaminated area. Okay. There was RT, uh, RTs, radioactive technicians. There were W, uh, oh, excuse me, RWPs, radiation work permit we had to get. There was SRDs. I don't remember what that one was. There was. I know. Uh, EPZs, um, energy population zone. Oh, no, no. E, no, no. That's the emergency population. You know what that was? No. If you're an EPZ, emergency population zone. You're within a certain those, area. Well, no, those are, yeah, but not a consumer. Those are people that work at Palo Verde that by, you know, if you're working here, your job is so important, you have to be within a 10-mile radius of the plant. Well, we're <laughs> going to cover it in more detail because they showed us a lot. They even let Romy and I uh, in the simulator control booth and simulate shutting all the power off to L.A. It was great. It was so fun. <laughs> 
That was that was probably one of the interesting. The tech. We're gonna dial down all the juice going here. The technical aspect of how it works. There was so oh, much man. that fathom. I I haven't even begun to start putting all that together in my mind. But a couple interesting points I did. I knew that Pinnacle was uh, the owner of APS. I didn't know they shared it with six other entities. And all six other entities are utility companies, one of which is SRP. Yeah. I had no idea SRP owned uh, like over, oh, like, I think it's like close to 17% of APS. No, well, not of APS, but of, of Palo Verde Nuclear Power Plant. Of the power plant. Yes. 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 Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. Yeah, you bet. Yeah. Um, a couple utilities out in California. And then as far away as El Paso, Albuquerque. We send juice all the way to El Paso. I'll virtually cover the state of Texas because of the way electricity distribution works in Texas uh, is what I understood. Cover the state of California, New Mexico. And and in all that, it's still uh, on a national average. Nuclear is only about twenty percent of the grid. I didn't realize it was That's that right. small. Yeah, I just thought I, he's uh, coal and and natural gas are the other big ones in that. Well, we learned a lot. It was the, a great trip. The amount of water and the key <laughs> factor that place. I had no. I mean, I knew there was steaming water, and it just turns the turbine. It's just right. like every other, uh, com- you know, whether it's natural gas or coal. You're steaming water, you're boiling water to steam it to turn the turbines. But just the additional role water played in keeping the reactors cool everything, and everything. the chilling towers, that was impressive to see. And the where that water comes from was even more interesting in that it was designed to be from the sewage from Phoenix metro area. <laughs> so the water falls out of the sky. Or comes down you CAP. Drink, you drink it. Or comes down CAP. You drink it, then you pass it into the city sewer system. Then the city treats the water, dumps it into Trace Rios riparian area, so all the birds and the plants and the wildlife get to use it. Then Palo Verde sucks it up and gets to filter it, clean it, and use it up to, what did, what did Rick say, 15 times, 25 times they cycle the water? 15, I think. 15? Yeah. So really, really efficient. So I, I do want to save the rest of Palo Verde where we can cover it in detail because there was so much I want to organize the presentation. But we did spend a day out at, at Palo Verde right after getting home from Tucson. It was great. We have Ruth. We have Chris. We have Kevin on the line. We're going to get to him just as quick as we can as well as there's an open line for you at one 767 4348. Let's see if we can take Ruth real quick before we have to go on break, calling from Tucson about her garage. Good morning, Ruth. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I bought a home. It's a 1975 home, but the garage is not insulated. Um, They told me that the one wall is, the east wall, and then there's a a very small uh, storage area that they kind of built on, and it's about two times the size of a small laundry room. So I'm just wondering, it looks like there's, I'll call it wallboard that they did put up, but I'm just wondering if there's an inexpensive way that I can rectify this uh, situation because it does get quite hot in that um, garage. And I'm wondering if I could just have somebody put insulation over the wallboard. I'm calling it wallboard. It's kind of a a gray whitish fabric and it looks like it has possibly lines i'm not in that house now but i'm just kind of going by memory so okay I'm well ruth, ruth i'm thinking if, boy this garage is kind of worthless okay ruth now. let me ask you a question if i walk in your garage 
and I'm looking at the uninsulated walls. Am I looking at opened frame cells, or is the wallboard covering the two by fours? That has to, and we have to get the insulation back behind it. Everything is covered except the ceiling. Very good. Okay. Well, and then what the storage area is not covered. It's just a tiny little east wall that's covered, but everything else is open. Okay, very good. Well, what we're going to need to do is you're going to need to open a hole in the drywall cavity between the studs of each one of those, and you can do that. The insulation company can do that. And then they blow those cells full, either with cellulose or with foam. It is doable. Uh, I think it's pretty affordable for the advantage it gets you, depending if it's a two- or three-car garage. You're probably going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of about two to $3,000 to get it done, uh, but it will definitely make a difference. That is the first step you'll want to make in trying to get a garage more comfortable. That's great music. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. Welcome back to Rosie on the House. We have Chris calling from Fountain Hills and Kevin calling from Mesa and an open line for you at one 767 4348 Let's bring Chris in from Fountain Hills. Good morning. How are you doing? Hello, this is Chris. Yes, sir. Hey, I have a question for you, Rosie. I have a 20-year-old house with a tile roof, and I had a minor leak um, earlier this year, and I'm looking. I have a question on the different types of underlayment, and I've had a couple contractors come out. Um, one suggested using two layers of 40-pound paper, and another one only uses a peel-and-stick product. And so I had a question on that. Well, all of them, but how do you feel about the peel-and-stick? Uh, I'm I'm comfortable with it. I'll I'll tell you, Chris, in Fountain Hills, if you go to our referral network punch in fountain hills roofing uh you'd get about five different roofers who are mm -hmm. all rosie certified and if you got quotes from all five of them i'm not encouraging you to do that but if you did uh all five would be putting some different underlayment down there okay, uh, okay. Uh, but they're all going to give you a guarantee uh, the peel and stick has come on really really strong the last 10 years uh, mm -hmm. I know some of my roofers still really like the two layers of, of 40. Uh, mm -hmm. Either one of those is going to give you a solid 25 to 30-year life. The fact that okay. your tile roof is about 20 tells me, is it a, is it a, what we call a merchant-built home or was it a custom-built home? It's a custom. Okay. Do you know what they put down on it? I think it was uh, – it just looks like your regular old – it was pretty thin, maybe like a 20 or 30-pound single layer, possibly. Yeah, 20 years ago, a lot of guys in the custom, semi-custom were doing a layer of 15 and a layer of 40. Uh, hmm. But you're you're close to your economic life, and the fact that you have incurred one small leak, uh, I'd have the roofers look it over really good, and I okay. can go either way, 240s or the peel and stick. Uh, um, e either way, I'm fine with it. As long as you're getting the recommendation from one of the Rosie certified roofers, I'm fine with it. Okay, yeah, I was just curious. I was just concerned on the peel and stick because I guess you can't pull that up ever. It's, it like bonds to the OSB, so it's <laughs> it's there, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it, okay, well, sounds it, good. I'll check your referrals on the website then. It's there. You're gonna probably just try and save the tile, right? Lift. 
Yeah, exactly. Put a new underlayment down and then replace. Okay. Yeah. Man, I was in Romeo. I was in Fountain Hills last night at five o'clock, coming in off Palisades, uh, about two miles in. Uh, can't remember the name of the road. I had to take a ride on. The this backyard had the most incredible, and the, and it was just when the sun was hitting the superstitions and four peaks and the Matizels. It was the most stunning. Gorgeous Arizona view. I've it was postcard perfect, and that was this family's view every day. Yeah, the four peaks on a setting sun is uh, that's hard to beat. I mean, we and we were there visiting this gentleman I was visiting with. Also had a little roof leak out on his walking deck, so we were out there. And as we were talking, there was a covey of quail calling over here in the green belt behind his house. And then there was a whole family, a mom, a coyote, and a couple little pups <laughs> running through the desert. It was absolutely a gorgeous setting. Fountain Hills. I thought when they started building that, that was actually going to be, you know, they were building me a motocross track for my dirt bike. But I soon found out they had other plans. But I used it for that until they started the first house. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're here at Rosie on the House helping you with your home. And you can give us a ring at one 767 I don't think we have quite time to sneak in Kevin, who's calling with grading. And we have had our share of grading problems, given all the rain we've had the last, you know, three weeks, now going on a month. I've, I've seen grading and water issues I have never seen after being here since the 60s. So let's give away our Arizona State Park passes real quick. This is the time of the broadcast. We usually try and do it, the second segment of 9 o'clock. And this is for Arizona State Park passes. If you have our home maintenance calendar, or you can go to rosieonthehouse.com and under uh, homeowner resources, there's the calendar tab. In August, there's an Arizona trivia question. If you know the answer to that question that's in our home maintenance calendar for October, text the answer to 411923. All correct answers during this bottom of the hour news break uh, will be selected at random for, I, I think we have 12 passes to give away. So we'll give them away in sets of two. So we'll give away six sets of passes. If you know the answer to the trivia question in Arizona trivia question that's in October's home maintenance calendar. Sounds so good. Here in the open line hour, you can join us at one 767 4348 That's 1-888-ROSIE for you. Email info at rosieonthehouse.com or text at 411923. And we had mentioned earlier just about the referral network and it's it grows slow. We like to grow it slow. It takes a long time to make it through the screening process. At Rosie on the House, we like to screen very hard for the highest quality for you, the Arizona homeowners. We are uh, we're not we're not very good at band aid fixing. We like to fix it right the first time, so it's it's a, a 
you're not having to go back later and mess with it later, mess with it later, mess with it later. It's anything and everything we can do to help reduce the amount of maintenance and increase the value of your home. And that's that's what it's all about. Now we understand sometimes life and priority and money. You get in sometimes the band-aid fixes there. We can take care of that, but that's not what we're we're what we're focused on. I was encouraged at the Saba Home Show last weekend. How many people came up to me and said, "You know, I was talking to your Sa- your Rosie certified partner down the aisle here in Tucson, down the aisle there, and down the." Aisle. And they all said that getting certification by you was harder than getting the contractor's license to make them legal in the state. Well, and, then- and I heard that five or six or seven times. And once you have that license, you have to operate your business for at least five years successfully in Arizona. It's one thing to be a great tradesman, a great craftsman. It's another thing to be that and a business manager. So you have to be in business locally five years as well. So we we spend a lot of time and we've got a new partner in Flagstaff. If you have a home or a cabin in Flagstaff and you need a landscaper, I tell you, just looking at the portfolio on Agassiz's landscape website man if that doesn't make you want to just Pretty have a mountain home yeah. i don't know what will but uh we'd like to congratulate them and they've got uh not only do they do landscape installs it's a hard thing to do uh installs and maintenance but they successfully do both and a lot of their maintenance crews go through the master gardener program as well so it's it's not a blow and go uh 30 a month landscape trim your gig grass cut your hedges service but uh you know you're getting master gardeners who really come and care for the land and the properties that they manage so congratulations and welcome to the network that's agassiz landscape group you can find them in the landscape category at rosyonthehouse.com we're trying to focus on that northern arizona market a little bit more we've got jkc general contractor We've got uh, Intermountain Plumbing and Mechanical, Banker Insulation, Northern Arizona Water Quality, uh, Get the Lynn Out in Sedona. And so we're we're growing we had a really well down in Tucson. and Solar develop- Company and Camp Verde reach out to us this week. Developing kind of a safety net for the homeowners statewide. It takes a lot of effort to get the rosy security blanket covering the whole state. But that's our attempt. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to do that as our goal and our vision of becoming every Arizona homeowner's best friend. So we're going to be working. If you know a great contractor up in the Flagstaff area, we'd sure like to get their name if they'd be interested in uh, seeing if they could qualify and make it through the screening process. But congratulations to Agassiz Landscape Group, our newest member up in Flagstaff. And like I say, Tucson's been growing like crazy. We got Joel. It's... At Tierra Antigua Realty, we got Randy Hodgkiss, Hodgkiss Financial, seal of approval inspection. So if you want to do anything in real estate, we got you covered there, baby. The Tucson trifecta, and as we're in October, so we're in the painting month, but November's coming up talking finance, and we're going to have a great interview with all three of them together and have a great hour just about you know, finding a home, inspecting the home, and financing the home. It's, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We've never covered it. And that angle with those three types of guests before, because we're, we've never had all three in one market that have so much market experience. Hotchkiss grew up there. You know, he's been doing this. I, I won't blow it, but I think it's at least three decades. And I don't want to age him. Yeah. <laughs> Joel's been there. Uh, no, two decades real estate. The 
uh, seal of approval. They've been there that two decades. So having that long-term experience on all three of those critical parts of finding and financing a home for you is, is going to be a lot of fun to have that. And having them on air talk to you about the Tucson market in general will also educate you statewide because home buying strategies and tactics are getting ready to change a little bit. With mortgage rates creeping up, it has been a seller's market. Uh, if the rates keep inching up, you buyers are going to be gaining a little bit of an advantage because as the rates go up, the buyer pool kind of shallows up and the sellers have to be a little bit more cooperative in dealing uh, with you buyers should they want to sell their property. So tactics and strategies are going to be changing here depending on what the market does. We'll be covering all that in November. And a big part of the growth in Tucson, one, it's there's growth all over the state. There's just, you know, the, the, the industry and the market is back. But also, and, and not to hurt anyone in Tucson's feeling, because I know they like to say we're a small town. Technically speaking, you move from a town to a city when you break the 50,000 uh, homeowner uh, occupant mark. And that was in 1968. <laughs> but they do like to consider themselves like, a, a small town. There are over a million people, and yeah. and they technically lost the, the the correct classification of a town almost fifty years ago. Now, one of the things we do to earn uh, or try and earn you as our best friend is we send out a blog uh, over our uh, uh, internet machine. Internet machine every Thursday or Friday. The newsletter goes out on Thursday. The blog goes out on Friday. The blog this week uh, talks about uh, the security system in your home and what you can do to kind of protect yourself. And there are a lot of different security systems. So what we like to do in this segment of the open line hour is kind of cover what we covered in that blog. And what we'd like to do is have you all check any alarm system you have in your house. And I think even some people don't even realize all the alarm systems they have. You know, you've got the smoke detectors and, of course, the, the fire detector. You've got the carbon monoxide detectors. You've got the, the uh, security alarms. You've got the radon detectors. And these all are things that need to be checked on a regular basis. And what we'd encourage people to do is you can actually, for the smoke detectors, you can push the alarm and see if it sounds off and building codes have asked us if we're remodeling a home if it doesn't have smoke detectors they want us to install a hardwire smoke detector that's interconnected throughout the house so if you're operating on a battery system that are independent and they're not connected to each other when we come in and do a remodeling project it's a part of the code requirement that now we have to come in and give you hardwire smoke detectors throughout the house. So we have a couple homeowners um, that are in the battery-operated stage of smoke detectors, and they're curious, has this unit aged out? Is it still working? Well, of course, you should be replacing the batteries regularly, but you can also get, and we talk about this in the blog, you can also get to the hardware store and buy a can of smoke that you can just hold underneath it and see if, in fact, it does activate. Not only does the uh, manual 
test button work, but do the actual little cameras picking up the smoke in the air, are they still working? And those little cans of smoke you can pick up for like 10 bucks. So you can pick them up. Uh, we talk in the blog. You can also use a candle, uh, light a candle, hold it, blow it out, and as that wick. Burn some toast. As that wick <laughs> smokes, just hold the smoking wick up near the smoke detector and see if it goes off. Those are two great areas. Now, you can't really test. We would ask you not to test your carbon monoxide detectors. <laughs> we don't introduce gas <laughs> into the we, home. we don't want you to bring in high levels of carbon monoxide to see if they work. Just make sure the batteries are fresh. Go ahead and hit the manual test button. Make sure they, in fact... And, and during the day hours, gas should have a aroma added to it so that if it's leaking you can smell it and it, uh, after it when it's burnt you don't smell it that's the day burning so once it's burnt and you have the carbon monoxide created from a uh, maybe a leaky heat furnace or uh, uh, you know wherever hot water heater or whatever so gas burning stove ma- make sure that's checked then you've got radon detectors and radon gas is radioactive but it's colorless, it's odorless, it's tasteless. You cannot detect its existence, uh, but it is a carcinogen, and it can cause cancer. So radon detectors have become pretty popular in Arizona. We do have areas of high radon because radon tends to be found in areas where granite exists and is decomposing. Well, doesn't take a scientist to figure out. The great uh, big area of Arizona is is built on top of decomposing granite. So radon sensors and detectors are also another layer of protection that you should consider for your home. So all that's covered in our blog. We send that blog out every single Friday. You can subscribe to that by going to rosieonthehouse.com, and uh, it'll be delivered digitally to you every single Friday. While you're there, you can also subscribe to the newsletter, which will be delivered to you digitally every single Thursday. And then you can tour our question and answer segment. After 30 years of being on the radio, every question we've ever been asked, the answer is posted there on the website. So Rosie on the House in every dimension is all about being you, the Arizona homeowner's best friend. If you own a home or you want to own a home and you're in Arizona, You've got to know about Rosie on the house. Now, Romy, the calendar. You've got some new contests coming up for the new calendar coming out next year. You know, it. the photo contest, we had almost 200 entries last year, mm-hmm. and so we're going to do that again, and we are accepting uh, entries now. If you've got an Arizona landscape or wildlife picture, you uh, you can email that to info at rosieonthehouse.com, and then you, the listeners, uh, we will accept entries through uh, the end of October, and then we'll have the voting first week in November, and that'll go into the calendar that'll come out uh, end of November, right about Thanksgiving time. Uh, you can go look at the existing calendar to see how the layout is. It's going to be a slightly different location than uh, this year, but it'll be the same. It's not... The featured, a lot of people, we, we had said every time we talked about it, this isn't the main picture. This is just something fun we're doing with it. It's a home maintenance calendar. Uh, 
but we wanted to do it with the listeners as a thank you for 30, our 30 years of broadcasting. It was uh, just something that all came together. So you can get an idea of what the picture will look like in the calendar, but you can also click it, and there's a big digital blow-up, and it's all taken by local Arizona. Some of you, them were professional, some weren't. We you, had no classification, just we had to prove it was your picture, send it. You could have a picture in our calendar, and I don't know, how many of these did we distribute this year? 20,000? 20, and so. it'll be forty next year uh, for the 2019. And then we also have a recipe contest. What we've done with the Farm Bureau is the first Saturday of the month when the Farm Bureau comes in, like uh, this month it was chilies. Yes, it was. We had Ed Curry in with chili. Well, whatever that uh, commodity that we cover with the Farm Bureau is in, that we cover each month, it's something that's in harvest or going to uh, planting that time in Arizona. Well, whatever recipe you have that mirrors that, we've got, uh, we did uh, pork, we've done beef, we've done dairy, we've done uh, carrots, we've done melons. So what a, a recipe that in, contains that ingredient to kind of tie that whole month together. So we've got a recipe contest and a photo contest for our 2019 home maintenance calendar. You can enter at Rosie on the house.com. Bringing it back to my house, Rosie on the house. Thank you for tuning in. Romy was talking about our maintenance calendar that we're publishing and distributing to Arizona homeowners statewide. That is a free home maintenance calendar. Uh, that you can have. Everyone that got uh, one of the first 20,000 will be mailed a second one for free, and then we've published a bunch of extras because the demand for them is so high. Now, a part of that is every month we pick a particular topic, and this particular month we're talking about painting. Last month we talked about how to pick a paint to put on your house. Today we have special guest Mr. Joe Campbell coming in in the next hour, 10 o'clock, from Arizona Paint Company, talking about how to correctly apply the paint that you picked last week. So we're taking you through the painting of your home inside and out week by week. Next month uh, in November, we'll be talking about <laughs> the financial dimensions of home ownership and buying. So every month in December, we'll be talking about the e-commerce gift store ideas, for homeowners, do-it-yourselfers, handymen. Well, and we're going to really have a lot of fun with that one this year. Good. We have the 30th anniversary toolkit we put together. It's a essential tools every homeowner must have. And we spend a lot of time partnering with companies that manufacture these hammers and uh, screwdrivers and pliers and toolbox in America. And instead of just talking about the tool themselves we're actually bring the manufacturer in and talk about the process great on how it's made made in america how many uh americans they employ by it where to find it and then if you want the that's 30th awesome. anniversary custom etched rosy toolbox that the proceeds will go to our nonprofit partners as a thank you for 30 uh years of broadcasting you could order them from the e-store That'll Otherwise, just have that brand burned in the back of your mind that the next time you pick out a hammer, you pick out the S-Wing because you know how many American lives you're supporting. There you go. So that's the month of December. Now, one of the things we try and do here at Rosanna's is always kind of keep paying it forward. And I got a very interesting email I'd like for all of y'all. I'd like to grab your ear. 
This is apparently from someone who's fairly active in the 4-H program. And she writes and says, I heard you talking about the lack of trades. I'm involved in 4-H, and there's a huge potential for kids in 4-H to get into the trades. Unfortunately, Hmm. we have the kids who are interested in things like woodworking and carpentry, but we don't have the teachers. So I'm going to reach out to our listening audience and try and brainstorm the idea. If, in fact, 4-H has a supply of kids eager to get their hands on learning the trades, they've got several opportunities. There are single project clinics at the Maricopa County Extension Office. They have uh, coordinators that are busy in the schools with spin clubs. And they have curriculum for introducing kids to the trades. How can we? I need to. I need. I need those of you who are interested in the trades, those of you who teach the trades, those of you who are engaged in mentoring the next generation in trades, to get a hold of me at info at rosieonthehouse.com. Simply type in uh, 4H into the subject line. And we'll see if we can't get maybe a lunch going where we can do something with this idea of recruiting 4-H kids into some kind of vocational trades training program. Because we got to do something. Got to do something. <laughs> it, and the hard thing there is, so that's 4-H. Yep. And you've got Arizona construction career days then you've got the carpenters then you've got the ag department everyone's working so independently to recruit labor there's it seems like if they could all come together to recruit it instead of everyone trying to compete against each other outside of it well the fishing pond is so small well that's what i'm (laughs) saying if you could all come together i don't want to share any fishing space share the (laughs) message that here's these great careers it could attract more fish into the pond. Make the pond bigger. Instead of trying to, you know, get five fish out of the pond, let, let's let's find a way to bring in a hundred fish to the pond. <laughs> Excellent point. Excellent point. So if you have a way we can put instructors and teachers together with these kids from 4-H, email me at info at rosieonthehouse.com and simply type 4-H in the subject line, and we'll see if I can't put together Maybe we'll maybe we'll d- take the private dining room at Phoenix City Grill or the basement room at Sierra Bonita and put six or eight or ten people together and see if we can't get something started. Rosie on the house, I tell you what, we're gonna get started in the next hour with Joe Campbell, the Arizona Paint Company. We're gonna get started the painting at your house. <laughs> 